This is Victoria of TheUnleashedHeart.com, and you're listening to Grieving Voices, a podcast for hurting hearts who desire to be heard, or anyone who wants to learn how to better support loved ones experiencing loss. As a 30-plus year griever and advanced grief recovery method specialist, I know how badly the conversation around grief needs to change. Through this podcast, I aim to educate grievers and non-grievers alike, spread hope, and inspire compassion toward those hurting. Lastly, by providing my heart with ears and this platform, grievers have the opportunity to share their wisdom and stories of loss and resiliency. How about we talk about grief like we talk about the weather? Let's get started. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Grieving Voices. Today is a takeaways and reflections episode, and I'll be talking about episode 76 with Katie Carroll, The Best Things in Life Aren't Planned, and episode 77 with Bob Ginsburg, A Quest for Truth. I'd like to start with episode 76 with Katie Carroll. I titled it The Best Things in Life Aren't Planned, but I would also say that the worst things in life aren't planned either. And that's been um, my experience, actually, in my personal life as of late. And I talked about it in the November 30th takeaways and reflections episode, Grief Shared is Grief Diminished. And what I shared was um, my son had had um, a weight bench pressing accident. And for the past uh, going on, well, it's been five weeks now as of today recording this. And um he just got out of the hospital, actually, a couple of days ago. Um, so I guess basically out of the five, last five weekends, he's been in the hospital a portion of four of them. So we're hoping to be done with hospitals for a little while. He seems to be doing really well. Um, we won't know for a couple more weeks if he will need surgery or not. But in the meantime, we're hoping for an uneventful uh, time in between and just a really nice time with family, um, which after the month, a little over a month that we've had, um, I I could go for some boring, (laughs) to be honest. So I'm hoping that the next few weeks are just incredibly boring, Um, but you know, when we talk about plans and we want to make plans, uh, that's one of the things that Katie mentioned in her episode. She said, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. And that's one of the things that I've um, really had to learn myself as of late, as, as I shared, because I've had to basically plan week by week, um, essentially, even sometimes day by day. So everything with my business had kind of gone on the back burner, although I have maintained this podcast. Um, But with the help of my VA, I've also maintained some sort of presence on social media. Um, I'm not active on it, but um, I'm still getting content produced and my newsletter is still going out. But Um, I've stepped away from the blog for a little while, 
uh, which I'm thankful for that little break from that. But um, yeah, we, you know, we don't know or learn how to, you know, we're taught how to acquire things, maybe even people, but we're not taught what to do when we lose those things or we lose those people. And I think that's a part of plans too, is that we can, we're not taught how to deal with when our plans don't go as we hoped or, you know, the hopes and dreams that we have for our lives. If they don't work out, we're not taught how to deal with those things. We're not taught how to process those emotions that come with the the loss of those experiences. And for Katie, she'd always felt in her heart that she'd be a mother. Like she, as a child, she loved pretending that she was a a mom and always aspired to be a mom. And when she thought about her future, she saw herself as a mother. And when she found herself single at 42, um, you know, she still had this hope that it would it would possibly happen. And she did meet somebody and she has since gotten married um, since we recorded that episode. But, you know, she had equated not ever getting married to not ever having children with an unworthy life. And how incredibly sad that we can sometimes put so much emphasis or weight on an identity that society has, you know, that society places on us, or that because of these societal pressures we place on ourselves. And, um, you know, just like she said, everybody would say, you know, your time will come when she was always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Um, you know, so I I think that there is a lot of growth that she experienced because of these um, constant disappointments, I think, that she experienced when she realized with every relationship that didn't work out the way she had hoped that it really just brought her closer to who she truly knew who she was. And that was a caring um loving individual that had so much love to give and she realized this you know that i can give all my nephews all of the love you know any like the nieces and nephews in her life she can give them all the love that she has in her heart and in the work as a pediatric nurse she can give the children she cares for all of the love in her heart and you know my son was several times now he's been on the pediatric floor in the hospital and the nurses just have an unbelievable sense of care and were so good to my son and i just had so much appreciation for nurses um they genuinely seem to love and enjoy working with kids and and doing the job that they're doing but um I can see too where burnout can be a real have a real impact on on that career but 
I just want to give a shout out if you're a nurse and to Katie, if you're listening to this, thank you for being a nurse. Thank you for giving your love and care to the rest of society and to someone else's children as if they were your own. So that's my gratitude that I have today. And um, I wish all you nurses out there a very, very Merry Christmas, as this will be airing the week of Christmas. Um, But I do encourage you to listen to Katie's episode, because I think even if you don't identify as a single person or someone who is looking for love, I think that there is a lot to her story in these this you know these expectations we place on ourselves or on our lives and often there's disappointment that comes with that um you know we say in grief recovery that expectations are planned disappointments um at least i, I think that's where i first heard that but it's very true uh and we don't necessarily learn the tools and aren't equipped with the tools to deal with these expectations that ultimately become disappointments. So I do hope you listen to episode 76 with Katie Carroll that best things in life aren't planned. And I believe that you will maybe hear a little bit of your own story and what she has to share. And if you don't, well, then I think you'll have a little bit more compassion for those who may not have children. And we don't know the story behind everyone's eyes. We just never know what people are struggling with. And, you know, we see the world through the lens of our own personal experience. And so maybe just express and have a little compassion for those that may not have children and don't make assumptions and don't make judgments and because you don't know you just we often we just don't know um the story behind people's lives so listen to that and then also episode 77 with Bab Ginsburg a quest for truth we talked about looking for the evidence of the afterlife and how he was on a quest for that truth after the death of his daughter what struck me about his story was how he shared that his wife actually had a premonition about something terrible that was going to happen the day that his, their daughter and son had been in a um, serious car accident that claimed their daughter's life and landed their son in the emergency room. He did survive, but he said, you know, very often trauma and loss are a trigger for self-exploration and you reevaluate everything in your life. And that's essentially what happened to Bob and what he shared in his story because, you know, he was very materialistic, he said. He was all about the success in his business and career and his life. And they had the toys and they took the vacations and all of those wonderful things that helped to support their lifestyle. But he said, you know, when she passed away, none of that mattered. Absolutely none of it mattered. He couldn't have cared less, you know, basically is what he had said. And he really dives deep into 
what that exploration was like for him to, he was all about the science. He wanted the science to prove that he wanted the evidence. He was looking for the evidence and the truth that his daughter was still somehow consciously here. He knew, obviously, she wasn't in the physical form, but that there was something after death that would help him to connect and feel connected and to know that he was feeling connected. And so we really explored what that has looked like over the years for him and how that really shaped the work that he does today. Even after the passing of his wife in 2020 to cancer, he shared a a perfect golden nugget of wisdom that he feels his wife, um, or that his wife actually did share when she on from her deathbed and um it really just in the moment he shared it just really got to me in emotional in an emotional way so you'll have to listen to that episode to know what i'm talking about but it really touched me what she had shared with him on her deathbed and i just really enjoyed learning more about the Forever Family Foundation, which is a not-for-profit that educates on the evidence that we are more than our physical bodies. And it wasn't really an area that I explored until really essentially going through grief recovery and probably even more so after Reiki, like this the spiritual aspect of energy and the afterlife and all of those things. I had Siri Burnson. She is a a medium that was certified through the Forever Family Foundation or or vetted through the Forever Family Foundation. And um, if you want a vetted medium, the Forever Family Foundation website is the place to go. So check out again that episode to look in the show notes to find the links for all of that. But I just really hope you listen to that episode because I think that a medium, a good medium, like you're not it. And actually, um, the episode coming up, uh, Corshell Smith, we actually talk about her experience a little bit about seeing a medium, but can be very healing for some people in grief. And it's not the end all be all. It's not necessarily for everybody. And that's okay. And if it's not for you, I hope you don't judge those that seek that for healing because we are all on a journey that is unique to us and that includes our grief. And however we find relief and we find solace and healing is very individual for each of us. And so just, I hope you listen with an open mind. And that's really that's really what um, I think Bob mentions that set him apart in a way was that um, he was open-minded. He he really was a skeptic in a way, but he was still open-minded. He wanted the science and the evidence, and he followed the evidence where it led him. Um, he was part of the Forever Family Foundation was a part of the Netflix docuseries Surviving Death, which I've had Dr. Chris Kerr on, who is an end-of-life um, hospice physician. And Siri Burnson was also on, featured on that Netflix docuseries, I think, as part of the Forever Family Foundation's um, part of that. But again, I think that we can be a skeptic, but we can be open-minded. And I just think that there is much that we don't know and we don't understand. And if we can open our hearts to possibility, we might just be surprised by what we find. And we can often uh, find ourselves being led to healing 
in ways we least expect. But you don't know unless you... Okay, first I'll say you don't know what you don't know, but also we don't know that we have an opportunity there if we don't open ourselves to it, right? We have to be open to a new experience or a new belief or a new understanding. I think sometimes we can challenge our beliefs and be pleasantly surprised, or we can walk away feeling affirmed. But either way, we're learning, right? So I don't think there's any anything lost in having an open mind and an open heart. So I hope you keep that in mind as you listen to that episode, and maybe perhaps exploring the other uh, podcast episodes that I mentioned. But I do agree with Bob that trauma and loss are the catalyst for self-exploration, where we can really have the opportunity to, again, challenge our own beliefs, look into our own selves and what we find is important and what matters. I've had my own moments as of late, just given what we've experienced with our son. But yeah, it's, it's a journey for sure. So I want to leave you today with the knowing that regardless what life throws at you, there are tools out there. There are means of support. There are people out there who are loving, who are caring, who care about you, who love you, and who are invested in helping you to become an even brighter, lighter version of who you already are. That is what my hope is in my work that I do with grievers. That is, I believe, what you'll find in working with a a certified medium. And it is what you might find and discover within yourself that even when things don't go as planned, beautiful things can still find their way to you if you're open to receive. So maybe that is the message for today, being open to receiving the dark and the light, because without the dark, we really don't know the light. And um, that is where I think we dig deep and find what we're really made of. So digging deep and finding what we're made of. And remember, when you unleash your heart, you unleash your life. Much love. From my heart to yours, thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please share it, because sharing is caring. And until next time, give and share compassion by being a heart with ears. And if you're hurting, know that what you're feeling is normal and natural. Much love, my friend.